It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Hawks win two in a row, 4-3 in the shootout over the LA Kings. My name is Jay Zawoski. With me is Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabassi. CHGO Blackhawks is presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And uh, happy Friday. It is Friday. It's midnight here in Chicago. Thanks, everybody, who's tuning in. Live on YouTube. Thanks to everybody who's checking out the podcast. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at chgo underscore Blackhawks. Make sure you're following me at Jay Zawoski, at Greg Boyson, and at Mario underscore Chiribasi. Got a lot to get to in this game, not just the Hawks win over the Kings, uh, but Derek King uh, spoke about the Jonathan Taves situation. We're going to update our uh, brackets a little bit and just sort of spray it all fields. There's a lot to get to, but let's start with the win here and... You know, if you if you watch this game, and I'm assuming if you're joining us, you did probably a game the Hawks didn't have a lot of business winning. First period, real bad, could not really find their legs, couldn't get anything going. Ray Ferraro on the broadcast was pretty much saying the same thing. Then all of a sudden, about halfway through the second period, the Hawks picked things up a little bit. And I want to start with the fourth the fourth line because I think there were several opportunities and in, in several moments in this game where they had shifts that sort of turned the momentum for the Hawks. There were a few times where the Kings had extended stretches of possession and shots on goal, and there were probably two or three times where that fourth line came out and shut that down and got the Hawks sort of back on their game a little bit. And uh, I think, you know, the first thing we should do is sing the praises of that line. Yeah, absolutely. Boris Kachuk, uh, again, you know, he's he's coming in to a, a new team and he's really made a, a, a pretty decent impact uh, along with Taylor Radish. And, you know, he was with Reese Johnson and, and Mackenzie Entwistle tonight, all three of them. Uh, like you said, Jay, like they they were able to get on the ice and make a difference. And, you know, that's we've we've talked about it leading up to the trade deadline and, and so far after it. You know, those are the kinds of things that you're going to be looking at as a rebuild, as a team that's in a rebuild. You're looking for like some of the small things and some of the players who, you know, their their GAF meter is high at this time of season. And 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 that fourth line, they were they were high on the meter today. So that's that was good to see. Um, really, uh, really liked. Uh, you know, there were a couple opportunities for. Uh, I think Reese Johnson had a had a quality chance that just you know Jonathan Quick. Was who was vintage Jonathan Quick at times tonight? Um, just made a great save, but yeah, that 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 line was really clicking. Yeah, they uh, definitely look good. And and credit to Derek King for having a good feel of when to throw those guys out there tonight. Uh, we we said it right before that first goal. I think the Hawks had a power play that kind of got them going a little bit. Mm-hmm. They didn't score, but they didn't give up a shorthanded goal, which was an improvement from their first power play. And then they, you know. Right after that power play, he sent that fourth line out. They had a really good shift. They were throwing the body around. They had, I believe that was the shift where they had that scoring chance. And then shortly after that, the Hawks got on the board with their first goal. And it, it was like we sat there, we were watching the game, and I said, you know, I hate to be that guy, but I think the fourth line yeah. turned this game around. And, you know, you hear it a lot. You know, you hear the the guys in the booth a lot. Oh, the, the grinders are, are, have changed the energy of this game. A lot of the times I'm like, okay, whatever. But this time that was the case. That line 
got some energy and it, and it turned into a goal shortly after that. So good job by them. They're taking advantage of their time and good job by Derek King for just getting, hitting those buttons right and putting them out there when it seemed like they needed that kind of a shift at uh, most. Yeah. I do, I do think there are oftentimes the momentum thing is a little bit overblown. It's become a little bit of a crutch for broadcasters and analysts, but this game illustrates that there is some reality to it. I don't know if it goes if momentum carries on to the next game, I very much doubt that. But shift to shift, moment to moment, period to period, yeah, momentum does matter. And having a few shifts where the puck is controlled, the fourth line, not only are they controlling the puck and preventing shots against, they're generating some scoring chances, which is something you're probably not counting on your fourth line to do most nights, especially with a guy like Reese Johnson who's just coming off a big injury. You know, these guys have not played together. Kachuk's only been here for about a week, a handful of games. So it's really encouraging to see, and and you mentioned it, Mario. Um, the Hawks are playing hard; they are not folding. They're you know, and as long as it is, as long as it took them to get going in this game, the effort was there from start to finish. Yeah, things were not working out in the first period, but they were trying hard. They were competing, and that's really encouraging when you see, you know, the the rebuild in full effect. The first two games they played since the deadline passed, they've been extremely competitive and they've won both. And it on back-to-back nights on the road against two teams that are, you know, ahead of them in the standings, theoretically yep. better than them. And yeah, the Blackhawks in the in the last two games have have looked like a team that is going to continue to compete. And I think that that's again that's what you want to that's what you want to see for a team that's out of contention that's fighting for something. We we talked about it last night. They're they're not playing for the postseason they're not they're they're playing for each other they're playing for pride and and for some of these guys they're playing for a deal next year either with the Blackhawks or elsewhere in the NHL so it's you know it's it's a good recipe of 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 what you want to see and and hopefully what you can build off of and speaking of momentum you know if if the Blackhawks can can finish this year strong with you know a number of players who will carry over to next year's lineup and, and next year's roster that can be something that they can build upon and say, hey, look, like, you know, we went through a very difficult year last year. We got rid of Brandon Hagel at the trade deadline, got rid of Marc-Andre Fleury at the deadline, you know, had to make some some difficult decisions. It was, was not always easy, but this is how we finished. And this is how, you know, this is how we can play and, and, and be successful and, and, and showing, you know, showing some, some give a damn. And yeah. I, I think that that's something that the, the team can build on. It's something that's, you know, can be it, it contagious amongst the young players on, on the roster if and when they start to shuffle in and out. Um, so it's good. It's, 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 it's positive. I think sometimes we can get a little bit over our skis. And when I, I'm talking about the royal we, all of us, after a win. Um, but I think the response here from this team, it, it makes Derek King, to me, look good. Clearly, his message is getting through. They're playing hard for him. They're competing for him. Uh, look, a lot of a lot of players, consciously or subconsciously, could have just thrown up their hands and said, "Well, let's just play out the string. Let's do our best. Let's try not to get hurt." I've been really impressed. And look, they got out like they're they're a shootout goal away from us discussing a loss that they would right. have deserved tonight. Right? There's no doubt about it. They they were outplayed by the LA Kings. By a by a huge margin, they had what one shot on goal through the first fifteen minutes of the game. Like, yes, yeah, it was not looking good. So the shootout sort of it makes things seem a little probably better than they were. But the general the general topic here is the fact that they've not quit and they're not just hanging it up. And when things started off poorly, they did spend the rest of the game trying to get back in it, and they did. And at the end of the day, they get the win. So it's good. It's a good thing. And and that's what we're looking for, right? Can they keep this level of compete going through the rest of the season? Because there are going to be some games where they play like this and they're at the losing end of a 5-1, 5-2 kind of loss, which is absolutely how it could have been if not for Colin Dulia, 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 Dimina, Dulia. Dollop, whatever. Num- number 60. <laughs> yeah, number 60. Uh, interesting cavalcade of names tonight yeah. for yeah, Colin Dulia. He got the full... St- <laughs> Full th- uh, thesaurus of, of names that he yeah, could be called. That was um, that was quite the thing. Um, <laughs> speaking of things, people love to talk about that new coach bump. You know, when a new coach yep. is there to bump. I think the Blackhawks are experiencing 
the Jay Zawaski bump oh, because they're, sure. they're they're two and zero oh since two and oh. since Jay's been on post game shows. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the Jay Zawaski bump <laughs> right here underneath the, the tomahawks in the sea. Um, yeah, it's very prevalent. Uh, the camera adds a uh, hundred pounds. I'm told. Oh, really? so, yeah. 100. But on a, on a serious, <laughs> there are, there's two cameras on us. Yeah. So yeah, it's two hundred. Um, but on a serious note, it was good to see. Back-to-back nights, usually that second night, you're going to get a little bit of a, eh, not so much. Yeah. And then you had a guy like Colin Delia. A lot of credit goes to Colin Delia, 43 saves tonight. You know, you saw a little bit of the reasons why he, you know, the Blackhawks don't have him penciled down in the long-term plans. Those rebounds were a little little on the juicy side, and yes. he paid for a few of those. Those That's been a problem of his, his entire pro career. Uh, but, hey, Huge stick tap to Colin Delia for just a great effort because the the Kings were going to run the Hawks out of the building. Yeah, that, it was a slow start. Shocking, like that's. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they looked like a team that had played last night, right? And yeah. that's. I mean, you can yeah. excuse a slow start twenty four hours, less than twenty four hours after winning a game on the road. For another road game, but credit to the team, and as you said, Derek King. I, I mean, this team just seems to want to play for him, which is such a drastic, yes, difference from what we'd seen the last couple of seasons, where you could just tell those guys were just miserable, and now they just got a guy that's just like, hey, go out and play and do your thing. And let's see where we are at the end of the game. There's no, there's no pressure on them right now. Trade deadline is over. Right. Nobody's getting traded. You don't have that black cloud hanging over you anymore. They're going out and playing. They look loose. Taylor Radish, my God. Yeah, man. This kid. He's an outstanding. I mean, he's making people forget about Brendan Hagel pretty quickly. Hagel <laughs> did have a goal tonight for Tampa. Congrats on getting your first down there. But, uh, you know, Taylor's... Took you long enough. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I mean... <laughs> oh, wow. Just, just pulling a ripcord on Brandon Hagel already. I mean, he's no Taylor Radish, <laughs> but no he's all Taylor right. Taylor Radish. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, these guys are loose. They're 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 playing good, good hockey. I mean, to their standards, there's a lot that can be improved yeah. out there, but... You're seeing a yeah, you team. You don't want to give up 46 shots a night. No, that's not a that's not no a recipe idea. for long term sustained success. That's for sure. But you're seeing a team that just they're they're for whatever reason they they don't give up. They're playing hard, and you know that's what you want to see at this point. There's no pressure on them right now. They're playing loose hockey. Their head coach is putting them in positions where they can succeed. He's got some lines that are gelling and playing really well, and he seems to know when to put him out there in the situation. So, you know, let's have some fun with these these last few games, and let's see, you know, who's going to be here, who is hopping on the ride for the remainder of this season there and heading in the next season. I liked Ray Ferraro in the pregame saying, the Blackhawks don't defend well and they don't score very much. <laughs> Well, yeah, well aside you go. from that, though, they're really that's, kicking ass. That's a way to really keep people tuned into your yeah. broadcast. Well, this team kind of sucks, but we're going to show you them. For and like they're going to be on ABC on Saturday. Yes, the playoff. The playoff. The playoff what playoff was it? What they called the rush, to the, the rush playoffs to the playoffs with two teams oh, yeah. not in the playoffs right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Good schedule. By the way, uh, for Vegas, Evgeny Dodonov, two points in his return. <laughs> Whoops! Return to sender. <laughs> well, yeah. but the cool thing though, they did show that he, they put him in the starting lineup tonight, and the Vegas fans gave him a standing ovation when they gave him when they announced his name. So hey, that, that's that's good. Pretty cool. Even though you're one of the most annoying fan bases out there, that was a good job by you guys. Them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to your to your note, Greg, about about Colin Dealey. I mean, he's he's definitely had quite the the run with the Blackhawks in his in his career. Uh, at multiple times looked like he was going to be an NHL regular and for whatever reason, whether it was signing Robin Leonard or trading for Marc-Andre Fleury or the taxi squad, like things just didn't seem to break his way with the, with the club. And now he's got an opportunity. Uh, looks like he's going to be backing up Kevin Lankin in the rest of the season with, uh, with Arvid Soderblom staying in, in, in Rockford. And, you know, Delia is just, he's, he's a guy that it's easy to root for, yeah. um, you know, it, getting, getting to know him over the years. Uh, he's, he's a nice guy. Yeah, uh, he's, guy. you know, he's, he's been, he's been great in the community uh, in, in Rockford, which is something that, you know, that, that fan base really appreciates. And, you know, he's, he's had his, his, his ups and downs, but he has shown flashes of, at times at the NHL level where you're just like this, this kid can do it. 
And I think tonight was a game where, you know, it was another one of those examples where you know, he makes 43 saves, stops all three shooters in the shootout. Like, it was an impressive game. Earned the third star uh, of the night tonight, along with uh, Alex Debrinkit and Patrick Kane. So it was a, a three-player Blackhawks sweep on the road. Um, it was just, you know, it was, it was a good effort to, it was a good effort from him and, and, and great to see that. This is a, a fun note here from Carter, Carter Baum, uh, with tonight's win. That's the first NHL win in his first NHL start for the California native Delia, uh, in his home state. And he has three appearances in his professional career playing in California. He's won all three, two were nice. in the AHL during the 2018, uh, 2017, 2018 season. And then uh, tonight's shootout win. So, so are you predicting a five-year, twenty-five million dollar contract <laughs> from the Anaheim Ducks from young Mister Delia this off-season? I mean, if get if, him playing if it'll forty-two get, it'll times it'll, in yeah, California, I smell championship. Are the Ducks hiring Stan Bowman? Is that happening? <laughs> they, I mean, they, they might. Ugh. You know, oh. they. I mean, they don't really have a good track record of general managers going on right now. True. But uh, it's true. Yeah, hey, they, they got they the they got the little that. ball of hate. They're going to be just fine. Well, with. It's interesting with with Delia playing as well as he did, and Greg, you mentioned it. The rebound control is an issue, as it has been for most of his career. How do you see the splits going down the stretch here with Lankinen and Delia? Are you saying two to one, three to one for Lankinen, or do you think there's a shot that they're actually using this time to evaluate whether or not Delia is worth another contract here, if he even wants to return to this organization? Yeah, I can see I Delia that's... looking at the at the landscape and saying, "Eh, realistically, I'm not in the plans here." Um, so I'm I'm gonna look elsewhere, but I, I I still think the Hawks need to find out once and for all what they have in Kevin Lankinen. Is he an NHL starter? I don't think so. I think he's an elite backup and a subpar starter. And I I love the Kevin Lankinen is great. Everybody loves Kevin Lankinen, but the all reality the goalies is are just great. We just love him. He's, all. But he's just not. There's he's no vi- winning team that's gonna have Kevin Lankinen as their starting goalie. He's a good backup. Yeah, I would call. I would say he's an elite backup. Yeah, maybe that's a stretch, but uh, if he's your backup, you're, you got a really good goaltending tandem, probably. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Delia, um, Mario, you kind of hinted at too. I don't know if he wants to be here anymore. Uh, he's been frustrated to say the least, especially last season. He pretty much lost an entire season last year because of because of the strange circumstances with the COVID and the taxi squads. He pretty much spent the entire season on the taxi squad, not playing in Chicago. Like, he only played like 10 games. Not even. Like and then he, they sent him down to Rockford in the middle of the season for a conditioning stint, and he played like two games. And we actually got to talk to him post-game media, and he was v- brutally honest about his situation and how frustrated he was losing a year of development, essentially, Basically. because he said, he flat out said, you can't really do much in practice every day. And he pressured his agent to get him back down in Rockford to just to play. And then he had to go back quickly because of the rules. So he wasn't happy with that. And, you know, he was a guy that was going to be, you know, he was going to be one of the guys in the beginning of the year. He did. did he, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not start the he first started, game of the season? He started the opening the game. Yeah. yeah, first game mm-hmm. at Tampa. It was not a good game, but come on, you're facing the defending Stanley Cup champs. It's a weird, weird situation. And then it seemed like after that, it was like no faith in him anymore. And then Lankinen's emergence. Yeah didn't do him any favors. And then this year it was going to be like, well, maybe this will be the year that, you know, Colin Delia can get another shot. And, oh, here comes Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, we Back we, to Rockford you go. We were looking at a, a another potential year of Lankin and yeah, Subban we, Delia battling it out again. Right. And then Fleury happens. And then it's like, okay. And then he gets down to Rockford, and he's played really well, but he's been a, in a tandem down there. He's not even the main starter mm-hmm. in Rockford. So I think he sees that he's not in the, in the long-term plans. And – I hope he does get you know a, a few starts here. I think it would probably be two to one Lincoln because I obviously Lincoln has has got more of their eye for the future as far as coming back next year. But you know I, I hope Delia gets a few shots. There's a few back to back games coming up, so we know he's going to get at least five or six starts down the stretch. And I hope he does really well. And somebody else takes a, a chance on him, gives him a contract. He's a great guy. One of the best quotes I've ever talked to. Interesting, honest. 
Uh, he'll build you a couch or make you a leather wallet if you ask him. <laughs> and no, that's not even a joke. That's the God's honest yeah. truth. Yep. Uh, the Ron Swanson of goalies. Yeah, he's like, you know, they always say goalies are a little bit strange. And then there's even Colin Dealey, who's a little bit stranger. But in a good way. He's, yeah. like, he's a good guy. So I, I hope he can make the best out of this limited situation he's going to get. And then he gets somewhere else and hops on another organization. And maybe he proves the Blackhawks wrong. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. We hope you're enjoying everything we do here at CHGO Blackhawks and CHGO Sports. The best way to support CHGO is to download the Points Bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice. From the CHGO locker. That's 2000 bucks in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions about that, email pointsbet at all CHGO and CHGO.com, and we'll help you out. PointsBet is your life or home in play betting, and it just got even better. Their new feature, Live College Basketball Same Game Parlay, yeah, you're going to want to take advantage of that during the tournament. It's absolutely awesome. And right now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You don't have to go to the casino anymore. Get on your Wi-Fi and download the app. You can do it start to finish from your phone in Illinois right now. So make sure you do that. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Before we get our next uh, segment going here, I just want to give a shout-out. we got over 30 people in our live chat right now at 12:30 in the morning yeah. on a Thursday. So thank you for all of Shout our Shout out the Nighthawks. To the Nighthawks. You guys are our <laughs> loyal crew. Give please make sure you're giving a like while you're on there. Click that thumbs up button, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe wherever you listen on your podcast. Smash uh, that like button. Smash the like button. I see we've got some of our regular faces our queen of the chat, January, is here. Gail, I saw you pop in. Uh, our, our guy, Matt Peck, our Bulls guy. Shout out, Bulls. Yeah, if you did miss their uh, post-game show, they bring a different energy to this room than anybody <laughs> else does. I there mean, needs it. to be a live broadcast of them watching the yes. game. Oh, yeah. We should charge $5 a month for you to watch <laughs> a live feed of Big Dave and Matt watching a oh, Bulls yeah. game. There was a hat flying across the office. I mean, it was... Yeah, it's a party. It was... Uh, the FCC might shut us down, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, it, you know... Kudos to all of you guys staying up late with us. You guys are making all of this possible. Love it. Yeah. And we'll be here Saturday after the 2 p.m. start. Yeah. Yes. Which is Your a lot. 2 p.m. start. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Let's Bring start those every on. game at 2 p.m. I don't care. See, we're going to see some actual sunlight behind yeah, us. That's be fun. Maybe some sunlight. I don't fun. know what the weather's yes. supposed to be. But, it, yeah, it, it's going to be, be nice. It'll be nice leaving this office and seeing other people. <laughs> seeing some daylight. <laughs> yes. So let's get to the uh, CHGO fourth stars of the night. We said earlier, uh, Alex DeBrinkett, Patrick Kane, and Colin Delia, uh, the three stars of the game. So that leaves us uh, a, a limited, little bit of a limited number of players to go with. Uh, Jay, why don't you start us off? I'm going to go with Reese Johnson. Uh, se second or third game back since his uh, brutal injury, and uh, he really made an impact in this one. I liked what he brought. Very solid uh, on all ends. So Reese Johnson gets my pick. All right, Greg. Uh, I'm gonna go with Boris Tchuk. Uh, Tchuk, sorry. Um, Delia. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just call me Leah for the rest of the night. Um, yeah, he just another solid game from him. Noticeable. Uh, he had a couple hits, couple block shots. Just bringing that energy. He's doing what he's been doing since he's came here. He's been a real nice acquisition under the radar, sneaky. He's had a couple chances to score goals. I think he's he's going to get one here in, in the next game or two. So, uh, and plus his name is Boris. Yeah, how do you not like a Boris. guy? Yes, we need more Borai in hockey. <laughs> you know, we need a whole bunch of Borises on our team. Boris Baranov worked out really well for. Uh, oh yeah. Oh wait, let's ask Pat, Pat Foley about oh, him. Man. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, more Borises. All right. And I will be going with Mackenzie Entwistle to roll out the uh, the whole fourth line All right. that we uh, that we we talked about earlier. So uh, yeah, this this 
I'm going to spoil it. This was a coordinated effort. Yes. We, we really yes. all three We're of not us that clever. Enjoyed, no. the, enjoyed the effort of the fourth line tonight. So uh, we're going to collectively go with the fourth line yes. as the fourth star of the night. Also want to say, each time we've done the CHGO fourth star of the night, the graphic has gotten has just subtle improvements, and it yeah. looks fantastic yes. now. I love the the Chicago star behind Shout our our, our beautifully designed faces. That was it's, all it's, Eric. it's looking all pretty Eric. good. Uh, Natalie, take some Eric. credit. <laughs> yes, I I made a very sloppy version of it. Um, Eric sent it back with what he called finessing. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hats hey. off to collaborative Nat- effort. Yeah. Hats off to Natalie running the board tonight, and all of our great producers. We have a we have a great crew here behind the scenes that make us look a lot better than we actually do. Yeah. My, my graphic design ends at Canva. Yeah. If I can't me. do it on Canva, I'm I'm done, and it looks pretty bad when I do it anyway. So. Hey, they're not a sponsor. All right. Let's um before we get to Derek King's comments on Jonathan Taves and some other stuff, the big uh, story of the night was Mario's uh, food odyssey. <laughs> oh, God. Trying to order. Uh, I don't know which delivery app it was, story. and they could potentially be a sponsor someday. So I'm not going to name the delivery app. All right. Redacted. I'm going to preface this. <laughs> it rhymes with more I like, how you're, I like how you are prepping your body for your Listen, rage. You thought folks. Mario got hot last night? Just wait. Right? It's just going to be good. Yeah, I mean, if you, th- yeah, if you think I can get hot about hockey, wait till you see me get hot about mundane things and i'm gonna preface this with this is a completely first world problem yes so yes we're we're at the office here we're you know it's 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 late at night i did have dinner at home but i was just like you know what i'm i'm still hungry uh I, you know i these these two had had dinner so i was like all right fine i'll you know i'll find something for delivery and so i, I placed the order uh at the beginning of the first intermission right yes and so, you know, I, I put the order in, no problems, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I'm checking the app, checking the app, checking the app, and three different delivery drivers cycle through and say, oh, I'm picking up your delivery. Oh, just kidding. Oh, I'm, now I'm picking up your delivery. Oh, actually, no. Okay, now this person's going to pick up your delivery. Okay, fine. And now I'm thinking, has my food just been sitting there for 30 minutes waiting for someone to ac- actually pick it up? Yes. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this, this is going to be cold by the time I get here. And so I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to wait. The, the next period is starting and I'm like, my food's still not here. And, and we're, we're getting close to like the third period. Uh, it was, yeah, it was the third period that was starting. And I was like, my, my food's going to get here. We're going to go on the show. By the way, for the record, you didn't order like caviar or not extravagant (laughs) at all. It was fast food. It was, yes, it was a fast food burger. And, you know, I, yeah, I had my athletic greens this morning, so I thought, oh, I can have a burger for dinner. It's totally be fine. I'm trying to be healthy. And so, I, so I'm, I'm still waiting. And finally, I get the notification, okay, your food is on the way. I'm like, great. I'm going to scarf it down, and I'll probably be uncomfortable and go on air or whatever. So I'm waiting, waiting. Time's going by. And to, and to also mention, this office is not in a very prominent location like it's it's kind of a a little weird way to get to it but you can find it it's not hidden it's not a speakeasy glorified alley and so they so finally this is now about an hour into you know placing the order and now it's going to show up i'm like all right fine i'm just i'm hungry i just want to get the food eat it and just be on be on my way and it says your your uh your your delivery driver is approaching I'm waiting in the lobby, waiting in the lobby, waiting in the lobby. I get a text from these two, and it's like, "Hey, are you okay? Are you dead?" I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm You're like, yeah." I'm, <laughs> I'm was like, "Yeah, I'm just waiting for my food." Five minutes go by, ten minutes go by. Matt Peck comes down because the Bulls show is now over. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, "I'm waiting for food." So I sit there and I wait with him as he's he's waiting for his ride. His ride comes, picks him up. He's gone. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, "What is going on?" So I get a text on my phone. And it says, your food has been delivered. And there's, so there's two doors uh, down in the lobby that it could have gone to. And I'm walking between both doors. I've seen no, no one on foot walking by. I've seen no cars drive down the alley. I'm like, nothing has been delivered. There's nothing at the front doors. So I, I get the text message that says, your food has been delivered. And here's the photo to confirm it. This is the photo I got. 
if we can pull that up. <laughs> what is this? That could be literally anywhere in the world. And for, if you're listening on the podcast. For our podcast listeners, what, what we are looking at is <laughs> we a photo of a, of a sidewalk <laughs> and, a, and, and an empty street. There is a manhole cover that is just that enjoyed like a... your bacon cheeseburger somewhere <laughs> in the city of Chicago. There, I, there, I think that's a garage door. I was going to say, is it like a comically large door? Doorknob I have I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if this is like a pan one of those panoramic <laughs> pictures where they, they accidentally move in the middle and things get all distorted. There's a, a, a car window mirror. I think this person just chucked my food out the <laughs> yeah. window and said, here, I can't find the address. Come and find it. There's also no bag of food in the photo. <laughs> there is no food <laughs> this, in this picture. This is the picture you get sent when your delivery driver ate your dinner and said, screw it, I'm oh, going home. I, I opened this photo and I, I just, I couldn't, I almost chucked my phone across the room. And I... And and now because they said your food has been delivered, I have no contact info for the for the driver. I, I don't have their number. I can't like message them through the app. It's 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 a done deal. It's closed. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And so I just I all I could do was text the like you know, auto number that that sent me the photo, and I, I just said, I said, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and they said, "Oh, we're connecting you to your driver." No, no, no contact, nothing. Couldn't believe it. I just said, I, I, I pulled up the app. I said, "Please refund me my food." I, I, it was, this is, it was a, about a ninety minute from order placed to coming back up here. I, I walk back up here. And Jay and Greg are looking at me, and they, they're like, "Where's your food?" Yeah, <laughs> and, and I told have them, food. told them the whole story, and oh my god, oh. I could not, I couldn't believe it. And Greg was gracious to to lend me a a, a protein bar that he had in his bag, thankfully. So I'm I'm running team running on here. running well, on the protein bar. You know, and last night, and you didn't, haven't mentioned this yet, but last night you ordered Nando's, and there were no fries. Yeah. He's got some bad luck, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's and two two out right, of the we'll three confess. items I ordered at least showed up. So. Me and Greg are eating your food in the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm, shut up, man. <laughs> sorry, I just feel bad now. So yes, that was the the debacle of of, of my night. So luckily the Blackhawks won. So I had a wow. little bit of redemption. Bit two of joy. two plus two pluses to that story. Uh, our chat went up like. 13 viewers since you started, right? Hey, Almost 50. There we so go. apparently hey, I'll, people feel your pain. And as mad as you were that you didn't get your cheeseburger, you're still not as mad as Matt Peck was that the Bulls lost. Woo, so that's true. That's, I, I kept my hat on the entire yes, story. So, yes. yeah. so but that was uh can, can we take another one more look at that photo? Because it is <laughs> it's amazing. What is this? It's so funny. <laughs> How do you send this and say, here, here's your food? I don't understand. I'm, I'm looking Waldo, really hard. Cheeseburger? I'm but, looking really hard to f identify anything resembling a food bag in that photo. There's nothing. And I'm good at that. It's like, I'm like, where's Waldo with food? <laughs> and there's just nothing. There's, there a, are, there's a guy. There I see are, that guy. There's people, yeah, those are probably the people that took my food. food. Yeah. <laughs> Drive the world down the window. Hey, you want some chicken nuggets? Here you go. <laughs> oh and look, God. I've done food delivery, so I have sympathy for like difficult locations. And it's late at night. I, I get it. Like, you're not, you know, this, it's not a glorified, you know, job, but yeah. like. Make the oh, call, though. Man. Hey, I'm outside. Where are you? Right. Yeah. Ugh. I yeah. just, well, you know. I'm sorry. Next time you'll walk the three blocks to get that pizza, I bet. Yeah. We'll go that, as a that, tandem. That'll, that'll seem like a better option. We'll, that we'll seems go, like we'll a better go, option we'll now in the long run. We'll, we'll, yeah. This guy has the same idea as you, Greg. Go get your own food, Mario. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I'm trying to watch the game and bring you guys the best Blackhawks coverage for That's CHGO right. Blackhawks, so I don't want to miss the game. That's why I wanted to have it delivered here, but it seems to be too difficult. I don't know. Maybe I'll just make my own sandwich at home. That's rough. That's right. It's not the same though. Part of the cool part of working in the city is all the food options, right? You know? Right. All exactly. the food options that that don't that you can get delivered to show complete strangers. They get left on the street yes. somewhere. I love buying complete strangers a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part of my part of my oh, uh, man. good Samaritan. That's routine. pain. So that was yeah. So that was my you know. Yes, that was my we, need, we need we need we need Justin. We need a pizza party here. That's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go with we'll go with that next time. Yeah. Next time there's a 
a Blackhawks Bulls crossover. We'll get those guys Saturday. Too. They'll be here Saturday. Pizza party. There we Saturday. go. Hell yeah, brother. Awesome. Hell yeah, pizza party, brother. <laughs> well, let's get to you know yesterday a big topic. I'm of hungry our, now. Oh yeah, what's, me too. What's open on the way home? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> if something's open, I'm stopping because I'm I'm still hungry. Last night we spent a lot of time talking about Jonathan Taves's comments before the Anaheim game about his future in town, and today pregame. Uh, head coach Derek King was asked about it, and he had a, a bit of a follow-up, so let's give that a listen if we can, and we'll react to, on the other side. That's right. We're having a technical. Oh, there we go. A little bit. I, I don't really, you know, it's, it's emotional. He's an emotional guy, and he's going to speak like that, and he has every right to. Um, and, and that's hard. Uh, you know, he's been in this organization for how long? And he's won three cups, and he he wants to win another one. And then all of a sudden, he's part of a rebuild. So, and when you see some of the the guys that maybe you think would be part of that rebuild get traded, um, you know, he, he his emotions got you know took over, and he, he wasn't happy about it. But it's Jonathan, right? And uh, but he's he's fine. I kind of left it alone, didn't really talk to him about it, just let him, that's just guys showing their emotions, there's nothing wrong with that. So now the 24 hours have passed, and I know the three of us were pretty fired up about the whole thing last night, have either of you guys sort of softened on your stances on Jonathan Taves and, and what he said the other night? Not particularly. First off, shout out to Derek King for stopping at the Flogging Molly merch tent and picking up that hat before before heading to the press conference. Stylish. But um, I like him. I just like Derek King. He's like your friend. I want to have a beer with him. Yep. We got to get him in here uh, after the season to hang out a little bit. I would love that. I think we can can make that happen. Plenty of beer in the fridge to go around. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll bring in in a fake beer. We'll have a party. Um, Not really on the Tave stuff, uh, just because... Again, like, you know, I know it's wrong. We can't criticize people who've done good things in the past. That's what I learned today on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I got is, I'm not going to get into it all again. All I'm going to say is just look at the difference between how Taves answered that question and Patrick Kane has been asking, answering that question. He had to talk about it again to Linda Cohn today on ESPN, and he pretty much said, this is a conversation that we'll have after the season. Right now I'm focused on what's here now and how we're playing. That's all he had to say. Yep. We, we, we understand you're frustrated. I get it. You, it it's, it's 100%. You know, Derek King says, oh, then all of a sudden you're in a rebuild. Eh, not all of a sudden. The writing's been on the wall for a little yeah. while. Uh, the former GM said it two years ago and then changed his mind. So that's not a sh- all of a sudden thing, but, you know, semantics. But, no, uh, just there's better ways to have handled this. And it seems that that's been the issue this year, that he thinks gets the better way to handle it the second time around. Yeah, the for, for Derek King to say all of a sudden it's a rebuild that's that's not true. Um, the, you know, we like you said the writing has been on the wall. Yeah, he'd still Dun- be in Rockford if this wasn't a rebuild. Duncan Duncan Keith saw the writing on the wall and said, "Hey, I, I don't want to be around for this. I'd rather be closer to my closer to my kid and and play for a team that maybe has a chance." Uh, and and he's in Edmonton, so I, I think I, I don't I don't think. Look, I was a little harsh on Taze and I think that while I'm not softening on what I say, I, I, I do respect him being honest in that moment and being able to say, Hey, it's frustrated. It sucks. Um, but I, it's still, the, the comments still come across as, as naive to think that a rebuild wasn't coming or that, or that the team was still going to be competitive. Um, I think he's I, I think he's speaking as a as a player that you know you know I'm not I'm not in his head I'm not in his body I I don't know you know exactly how he feels or or, or anything like that um but it it seems to me he might be a player that knows that maybe he's on his last contract and and, and maybe he doesn't have another 3 4 5 years to play like Patrick Kane probably does so uh, maybe he's thinking this is this is my last few few shots at it and you know, he's the ultimate competitor. We we all know that. Um, maybe he's thinking this is my last opportunity to to get one more cup to get a, to get my name on it for a fourth time. 
And, yeah. and if he wants to do that, he 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 has to make that call right. and has to have the conversation with Kyle Davidson and say, "Hey, look, I I don't want to be around for being on a bad team, and, and I'm, I'm willing to move." Wrong with saying that, no, he's earned that right to go play exactly. Wherever. And the if Hawks or can easily make that happen. Well, not easily, but they can. They the, can there try. is a way to make it happen, and and, and they yeah. owe that to him if he says that. Right, and it, it, so if, if, if he doesn't want to be around for the rebuild, that's fine. I can live with that. Nothing, ta- nothing is being taken away from Taze's career as a Blackhawk. Like we said, he's going to have his number retire. He's going to have his, his statue somewhere at the United Center. Whatever you know, whatever it needs to be, it's, it's going to be that for him and, and his legacy in the city. But if he doesn't want to be around for the rebuild, he has to say it. Right. And, and, and then the Blackhawks will make it happen that he can go wherever he wants to go and compete for a cup or just or just be a guide it, it, you know it, it sounds like uh if you if you read the the latest from from scott powers on the athletic you know it it's, he Taze had some quotes in there where it really sounded like he he might just be kind of sick of being the captain like like it might be that the you know the pressure that he's had as the captain as the the go-to guy in the locker room as the face of the franchise he's kind of just it, it made it seem like he was kind of just overdoing that. Not that he's, you know, begrudgingly doing it, but it just kind of seems like maybe, you know, in, in, in the next part of his career, however long it is and wherever it might be, he might just want to be just one of the guys in the locker room and not the, the leader. I think part of that too is when the Hawks were having success, they had a whole team of guys whose opinions mattered. They had right. a whole team of captains. The media had right. more people to go to. There was Seabrook. There was Keith. There was Hosa. There was Crawford. There were all these high-profile Blackhawks players that the press could go to. And right now, it's Taves. It's Kane. It's Tabrinkit. And it's basically Connor Murphy, and he's hurt. So Seth, he's not Seth really an option. Jones. Seth yeah, Jones. Like and, and that's really it. Whereas when they were winning, first of all, the tenor of the questions were a lot different. Yeah. Right. You right. He didn't have to deal with any of the negativity because there was none because they were kicking everybody's ass every year. There was no, hey, how much does it suck to lose this player? Right. You weren't losing anybody. Much right. e- much easier to be a captain of a championship team than a captain of a losing team. Right. So, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like you guys said, his feelings are definitely understandable. And my issue is, and we mentioned it last night, if you're a young player on this team or you're one of the two guys brought in for Brandon Hagel and you see a guy with a profile like Jonathan Taves publicly unhappy about it and saying things like, yeah, this sucks and I don't know if I want to be here. He didn't say it that, that specifically, but that's what he was saying. Uh, that, that sucks to hear that. And a lot of these guys remember these guys in their early 20s, they grew up watching Jonathan Taves win Stanley Cups and he's a star in their eyes. Like that matters. Right. That's like think about Sidney Crosby's rookie year when he was playing with Mario Lemieux. Right. Like think how huge that was. Right. And that team wasn't very good. But it was Mario? I don't know. This sucks. It, you know. You know. It, it's fine to think it, and it's fine to bring it up, and it's fine to ask for a trade or whatever. I just didn't like the way he did it. But but one thing that surprised me, and I think. The three of us kind of saw the, the vitriol reaction from us saying, hey, I didn't love that from Jonathan Taves. People are like, that's a hot take. And you're just, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, we all love the guy. Right. He's mm-hmm. going to have a statue. He's going to have his number retired. Rightfully so. I said he's on my Mount Rushmore of Blackhawks, but he's not above criticism. And there have been several mon- moments from him this year where he's put his foot in his mouth. And yeah. It's it and to me when I saw that quote days after the Hagel thing and day, you know months after the Kyle Beach stuff I'm like oh my god just stop just put the puck in the net and and help your team win yeah. and and we'll deal with this in the off season it was just to me it was kind of a the, the last straw for me personally but look it's not going to change Jonathan Taze is one of my top two or three Hawks of all time. Yeah, I still think he's the greatest captain in Blackhawks history. It's the, not erasing any of that, but of that also doesn't mean that you can't be disappointed when he does something that is far below the standard that he set his entire career here. Right. It's not, you. I mean, just because you had a Hall of Fame career and you're going to have a statue outside the United States doesn't mean you can't 
mess up and you can't be held accountable for when you do. Uh, if you can't criticize good players, then what are we even doing here? Like, once you get good, you could do whatever you want. We can't say anything when you don't do good, so whatever. Um, well, look, that's that's part of our job is to be critical when it's deserved, and we're not. It's it's not our job to manufacture our opinions. We got to we do this five days a week. We talk about the Hawks for a living, and there's going to be good things. There's going to be bad things, but being critical of something anyone said or did or a play or a blown save or a turnover doesn't mean we're completely turning face on the player. You got to say, you got to call it as you see it. And that's what we're doing. Uh, I was just really shocked with the level of anger we were getting from people on that. It just, it really caught me off guard. It was, I don't know. I, it, it really surprised me. And I think, you know, I'm just trying to think of, of what caused that. And I think Hawks fans may be coming to terms with, eh, this team's going to be bad for a few years. I th- it's going to think- be tough to watch. And I think, Coming to terms with that is tough. I think a lot. I think the the fan base is at a very interesting point right now because there's there's a, a this the Chicago Blackhawks fan base is a mixture of a lot of diehard fans that have been here for years upon years upon decades, and there's also people who have been around for the last ten years. Right, and I think we're, there's a, there's a mixture of people who who really are on board with the rebuild and who understand, you know, what's, what's going to be coming. And then there's people who believe that the team is, isn't too far away from contending. Maybe it's one or two players away. And, and I, we, I think we've seen some players even express that this year that the, they thought the team could have been buying getting towards the trade deadline and and building up to try and get back into the playoff race, I, so I think it's I think a lot of it is just kind of this mixture of perspectives coming together for a team that f- for the first time in in a few seasons has a definitive direction right. that it's going in. You know, it's it's no it's no longer the the retool on the fly or the you know that the the half hearted rebuild or, or whatever that um, the team's gone through in the last few seasons. It is it is Kyle Davidson coming in and saying, we are rebuilding. These are moves we're going to make to rebuild. And this is, and we're not deviating from the plan. That's been his, that's been his big uh, selling point so far since he's taken over as GM and, and he's definitely sticking to it. So I think, yeah, part of it is a reality of, okay, it's going to be three seasons, four seasons, five seasons, whatever it is of, probably subpar hockey, probably a lot of players that you're not really going to care too much about. And it's coming to the end of the careers of Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays. And there's a lot of emotion tied to that. So, I mean, there's, it's, it's a lot of different aspects kind of all coming to a head. And we're, I think we're really going to, you know, see it uh, change in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And I think tonight was a really kind of a unique thing because, Kings Blackhawks for four years they swapped Stanley Cups, and the Kings got really bad, and now they're on the rise. They're a playoff team right now. But Blackhawks fans look at that and go, "Well, they're good again." And I still see Anzi Kopitar out there. Drew Doughty's hurt, but he's been very productive this year. Oh, there's Jonathan Quick. He's still producing. Dustin Brown is still playing for the Kings. That's very rare that you can have a team go through a real bad stretch and then get good again and still have some of those guys. But I mean. And Anzi Kopitar is still producing, and Drew Doughty is still playing really good. So it's it, it's just kind of a unique dynamic that you had these two teams that were so good for so long playing against each other, and they're in opposite directions where the Kings already had their downfall. Now they're up on their upswing because they've had an influx of some really good young talent, and they got a lot more coming. And now you have the Blackhawks who tried to hold on to that a lot longer, and now they got the the hard times coming where maybe they should have been parallel and the Hawks should have tried that sooner. When I look at the Hawks, I'm sort of seeing kind of the mistakes that Detroit made yeah. Yeah. with hanging on to Zetterberg and Dotsuk too long and hanging on to those glory days a little too long. It's all Stan Bowman. I don't think it's going to get as bad as it got with Detroit where we're talking about historically bad hockey teams because I think there is already – some promising some promising players 
that are going to be part of the next generation mm-hmm. to it for sure. Um, I can't, there have been people talking about trading him. I can't believe they would consider that. I think he should be the, potentially the next captain of this team, not someone who's on another the team. The trade package that they got for Brandon Hagel, we were kind of we were like, wow, like that's that's a pretty big haul for a player like Brandon Hagel. You would have to double that at least. Yeah. Franchise all I don't, to, I don't to see get that happening. I mean, look at the look at the haul Jack Eichel got. Brendan Hagel got a better return than Jack Heichel did. Right, right. So I don't – when you trade guys, like the problem with trading guys like that is you rarely ever get full value for them. So it's not worth it. I mean, granted, if if somebody blows you out of the water, you at least got to consider it. But, no, Debrinket is definitely part of that. When this team is good again, I fully expect Alex Debrinket to be the guy driving that. Yeah, I mean, if there is I, – I don't believe in untouchables. I just don't no. because if someone's like, here's Connor McDavid, I'm like, okay. Um, but if there's anyone even <laughs> close not, to that's, untouchable. That, that might be only a season away before he's screaming to get yeah, out of there. So seriously. You never know. To bring it from McDavid straight up, the two Iriotters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll do, yeah, I'll I'll, do I'll, that. I'll make that yeah, trade. Sure. I'll yeah, make that right. trade. Right. But, not, but not much else. Yeah, I, I really feel like to is going to be around for a long time. I, 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 think, I think that – as as much as you want to say, oh, you can't build around a, a five seven, you know, goal scorer. Like, who says? You know, the 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 Blackhawks do have some 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 pieces that are going to come through the prospect system. They have some draft picks now in in the next couple of drafts that they can be, uh, you know, creative with and and maybe hit on a couple of players. I, I think that that's you know the kind of the the best that you can hope for. I mean, Blackhawks and just won see what happens. Stanley Cups with an undersized goal-scoring winger, so that worked out right. Exactly. Well. So you know, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think Debrinket will be there for through the rebuild, and and I I'm hoping that he's going to be around for you know when they when they're back contending. Uh, if you're enjoying the CHGO Blackhawks podcast or all of our podcasts across the board, whether it's Bulls or Bears, Cubs, White Sox, uh, the, the, the Sky podcast we got going. Uh, the best way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and they'll be happy to help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois, so you can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And we were, you know, talking about some of the the players that are going to be coming into the Blackhawks system or or that are coming through the ranks. Uh, today started the NCAA uh, men's tournament. Uh, five Blackhawks prospects are going to be in the tournament uh, already. Four of them are moving on to the next round. Uh, in two two games today. Uh, Nor- uh, Minnesota Duluth. Uh, they won their matchup against Michigan Tech. So that means uh, Wyatt Kaiser and Connor Kelly will be moving on to the next round. And then uh, Notre Dame, in dramatic fashion, topped uh, North Dakota 2-1 to one in overtime. Uh, Landon Slager and Ryder Rolston with the Fighting Irish are moving on to the next round. Uh, Landon Slager, by the way, uh, scored a goal to, uh, to tie the game at one apiece for the, uh, for the Irish. And at the, at the dead of the final horn in the third period, Thought that he had scored the game winner, but it was ruled a, a no goal. Uh, that time had expired, just just missed it. And then in the overtime period, his older brother, captain of the Irish, Graham Slaggart, scores the winner. Uh, so those uh, those four prospects are moving on. And then uh, Slava Demin is with UMass. Uh, they are in action tomorrow, and I, off the top of my head, cannot remember who they are playing. I think I want to say it was Minnesota. Let me check that. State. Is it Minnesota? No, Minnesota State won today. Okay. I don't know. Let me check it. You guys. Check check your frozen four talk, tournament stats Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Speak amongst yourselves. Well, while, while you're doing that, I want to tell everybody about Athletic Greens. And we've been talking about this for a while. And as this week was my first week with CHGO, 
I was able to snag the box of athletic greens last night and bring it home. Ever since my wife's had her gallbladder out, she's had some gut issues and has been looking for a solution. So today is the first time she started taking athletic greens. And to her surprise and to mine, she noticed a difference right away. Her gut started feeling better immediately. And that's a huge thing for her because it seems like every day um, it's kind of a struggle to figure out what's going to impact her, what's going to make her feel better, make her feel worse. So we're really excited to see what's athletic greens is going to do for her and her gut health because look it's it's something that she definitely needs and through one try she thought it tasted great she loved the experience couldn't be easier to use just one scoop in a glass of water it's perfect and and what you need to know about athletic greens is it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy free or gluten free you're good to go with athletic greens it contains less than one gram of sugar no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes good. Like I said, you're going to sleep better. You're going to recover better. Your mental clarity and alertness will be stronger. It's really a solid product, and everybody around here who's been using it has been absolutely raving about it. It's one of the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with a constant product iterations and third party testing right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks again that's athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance i can i can i can speak to athletic greens it is it is doing wonders for my natural energy which has been great for nights like tonight so yeah yeah it is it's been it's been uh, when you don't get dinner yeah <laughs> Yes. Start eating scoops of it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, it's got all that, all that, uh, all those nutrients and all those vitamins. I'm I'm sure it's why I was able to kind of hold over a little bit. I'm still probably going to stop somewhere on the way home. And uh, of course, the the stuff that's open this time of night is usually the stuff that's not good for you. But yeah, good luck finding a salad right now. Yeah, I'll (laughs) I'll start my day again tomorrow with, uh, with some athletic greens. Uh, get the get the day started off right, and um, I'm I'm just gonna go with it. Gonna go back to back here. Another way to start your day off right was with with a good cup of coffee, and we are uh, we are proud to uh, talk about our new sponsor, Strava Craft Coffee. It is uh, Strava Strava CBD coffee. It is a game changer. It has helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without, without the jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains, plus including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. The best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. And CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. We were on the, on the call with Strava this week learning about the product so mm-hmm. we could make sure we inform the audience correctly and i am very excited yeah to try I, strava greg greg was uh, one of the lucky ones that walked away I from the office with uh, one of their that bag of coffee sample fat. packs this is two this combines two of my favorite things in the entire world good coffee and hemp uh, <laughs> and i had a Same. cup i had a cup of the uh, dark roast delicious it, it's great coffee and then you get the added bonus so you can't miss it's it's a great product highly yeah. recommend the effects of coffee without the jitters is something i'm all about so yeah yeah, yeah. and as an old guy and a fat guy 
the inflammation and those sort of morning pains, yes. those are the things I would S- love to go Sitting with away. my leg crossed for an hour, I'm going to yeah. need some of that CBD oil. <laughs> no doubt. Well, I think we're about up against the time we need to say goodbye. So thanks to everybody for joining us in the chat. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at CHGO underscore Blackhawks. Mario is at Mario underscore Tirabasi. Greg is at Greg Boyson. I'm at Jay Zawoski. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe uh, where you get your podcasts. And really helpful for podcasts are those five-star reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you could write those five-star reviews for us, those are really beneficial in uh, pumping up the podcast and getting it you know, more exposure than it would typically get. And I want to remind you, that we are presented by PointsBet. Remember, use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And don't forget that $50 first-time deposit, you'll get a free CHGO membership and a free shirt of your choice from CHGO Locker. So jump on that PointsBet code CHGO. We will talk to you Saturday afternoon after a 2 p.m. puck drop, Hawks and Golden Knights Cannot wait to be here with the sun out. For my partners, Mario and Greg, I'm Jay Zawoski. Natalie, our producer, thank you so much for staying up late with us. We'll talk to you all on Saturday. Have a great day.